Hello everyone, what the fuck is up? Welcome to another episode of Film with CJ. My name is CJ, my pronouns are they, them. I have come to you all with a documentary to review. And, you know, I will be the first one to say that I don't really like watching documentaries because the world is sad. The world is really sad. The world is really depressing. And I... I don't know. I like I don't like watching documentaries because I already know how sad and depressing and just plain defeated the world is in general and I do think it's really important to be educated about you know all these things but I also you just you got to protect your mental, you got to protect your heart sometimes and like Many times after I've watched a documentary, I've been like, wow, I feel so fucking heavy and I'm mad at the world. And that is also a reason why I will never watch a movie about slavery, about police brutality, or about racism. I've seen enough of that. I've lived enough of that. I don't need to see it anymore. And I also don't need to contribute to the monetization of any of those three things so anyway back to this documentary um i really enjoyed this i will say and so i have taken it upon myself to deliver the good word about this movie regardless of my general disdain for documentaries The movie for this week, for this episode, is called Dick Johnson is Dead. And this is a very interesting documentary because I also feel like it has sort of a memoir take to it. And essentially, the plot is, well, not the plot, but the the movie is about a man called dick johnson he is a psychiatrist and our former psychiatrist and he is diagnosed with dementia and i don't know if anyone who is listening has personal experience with dementia i do um from a family member who passed away last year um well the end of 2019 but her funeral was um at the beginning of 2020 um Dementia is really sad. Um, it's it's one of the, I don't know, one of the saddest, most frustrating, confusing diseases um, that I've had experience with. It's, I don't know, this episode isn't about me, but... Um, Essentially, Dick Johnson, former psychiatrist, diagnosed with dementia. His daughter, her name is Kirsten Johnson. She's a filmmaker. She makes um, documentaries for a living. She suggests to her father, let's make a documentary about you dying, which sounds really shocking. But as you watch the movie, you kind of understand like why she would um even suggest that 
but it's really thoughtful. It is a really thoughtful documentary, a really thoughtful movie overall, but her dad says yes, obviously. And it's kind of an interesting documentary in a way because Kirsten is throughout the movie staging her dad's death in ways that are almost comical. Um, like him walking down the street and, you know, someone in a high rise building pushing an air conditioner out the window and it falls on his head and he dies. And it's just kind of like showing the ways that she's trying to cope with her dad's death being inevitable, but in a way that isn't so drawn out and as sad as watching, you know, someone's entire being you know, slip away through dementia. Um, so there is kind of a memoir comical twist to this movie um, because she's like recruiting stunt doubles and like doing all these like different ways that her dad could die that are just like so unexpected and just trying to like cope with the inevitability of her dad's death while seeing him like s slip away so slowly in front of her eyes. And I thought that was a really interesting and complex way to think about death throughout the movie we kind of understand why she's trying to make this film and it's because her mom also suffered from a similar mental illness and disease which brought her to her death which was alzheimer's and she kirsten didn't have any videos or anything to like remember other than her memory of how her mom was before she was diagnosed with alzheimer's and that's really sad that's really really sad and so she takes it upon herself with her dad to document as much as she can to really show one the end of his life or the beginning of the end of his life and two just like how her dad actually is before the dementia really progresses too far. And I think that that's beautiful. I, I would want to do that if I were in the same position. And this movie also made me wonder, you know, like how ethical is it to make money off of a family member's death although he doesn't die in the movie i don't know but at the same time i'm like i really wish as a culture like we talked about death more we talked about disease more in a way that like wasn't filled with sorrow and shame because Everyone experiences it. Everyone dies. None of us are going to live forever. And I feel like it's an experience that really unites us on a human level. Um, and so in a way, I'm like, I don't know if I would necessarily care if someone, if I had dementia and like one of my family members was like, I want to document the beginning of the end of you. 
I don't think I would necessarily care. I think it's kind of beautiful, actually. Um, and I wouldn't care if she or he or they made money off of that movie. Because, if anything, like, I would want them to be successful. And, you know, it, it wouldn't even matter to me because I would be dead. Like, who cares? And I think there's just, like, you know, something so kind and compassionate about making a movie like this that shows someone in their truest form before they're not anymore. Obviously, after enduring watching this movie, I start thinking about dementia and how likely I am to experience it and how likely I am to have another family member to experience it. So I start looking on the internet about dementia, how prevalent it is in society, and I find this. So Alzheimer's.org says for people aged between 65 and 69, around two in every 100 people have dementia. So 2% of people have dementia. Now, that doesn't really seem like a lot, but I know that many people who are my age are not electing to have kids, myself included. And so as our society gets older and older, I feel like many of my friends and people in my generation or people around my age are going to have parents that will have some type of dementia later in life. And I also see dementia is more common as people grow older. About one third of all people age 85 or older may have some form of dementia. That's a lot. That is a lot. Things that raise your chances of dementia, according to WebMD, are heart disease, depression, stroke, diabetes, head injury, poor sleep, high cholesterol, obesity, smoking, high blood pressure, and genes. So all y'all smoking cigarettes out there, I don't know why the fuck y'all do that. Because another thing I learned about smoking is that if you are on birth control and smoking, you have an insanely higher risk for blood clots, for a stroke, for a heart attack. Like, if you are smoking while on birth control, you are playing with your motherfucking life. Like, for real. Like, I don't... I'm not... You know, I don't know everyone's struggle. I don't know why everyone makes the decisions that they do. But if you are smoking on birth control and if you are smoking in general, stop that shit. But what do we do as our parents get older and start to experience very serious health problems if they have not experienced already? I mean, my parents are in their 60s. Um, so I feel like within... You know, I mean, I feel like they're very, very mentally fit, but a lot can happen in a day, much less, you know, 10, 20 years. And so I feel like within the next, you know, 10 years, there are going to be decisions to be made about where my parents can live, like where they can where we 
where the rest of my family feels safe about them living because if something were to happen to them, who would be the closest person that could get to them and make sure that they're okay? Because my parents are planning to retire in Phoenix. I'm planning to move to California, and so is my brother, and much of my mom's family is in California, but, you know, not super close to where, if something were to happen to my parents, that we could get to them very soon without taking a plane. This movie just made me think about if I if I ever did have to make a decision about you know putting my parents in a nursing home or having them come live with me or making sure that they live with my brother or with another family member like what would I do what would be the best decision for them and how do I confront my parents own mortality and really how do I confront my own mortality and just living and getting older and having to experience these things and having to navigate death of a family member or just death in general and what's hard about death and disease is that I just feel like there's not there's no handbook obviously there's no guide there's no fucking study guide but I also just feel like there's no correct way or 100% right way. And I went to school for engineering. I'm definitely a person that is wired to have like a one right answer for everything. And so the ambiguity of this all stresses me out. It gives me anxiety. And not to say that this movie gave me anxiety. It doesn't. It actually was kind of calming in a way but just these things that you think about as you get older it's different because nobody tells you how to do it it's just kind of like and nobody even really thinks about it until it happens to you where you're put in a situation where you have to figure that shit out but you don't really think about it preemptively until then all right y'all know what the fuck time it is let us look at what audience reviews are saying so 7.4 out of 10 on imdb that's i mean i feel like everyone on imdb is a snob which is why we don't even talk to imdb like imdb who's that 100 on rotten tomatoes okay 89 on metacritic and 4.5 stars out of 5 on google so the people are liking this fucking movie okay so let's see what google is saying this person said this was absolutely riveting the way she captured her father by employing humor candor emotion and shock was simply captivating the rawness and openness of all the experience pulls at your heart this has got to be one of my most favorite documentaries to date you can't help but fall in love with her father their family dynamics and feel every emotion as if it were happening to you kirsten you are an amazing filmmaker every quote-unquote death portrayed in this documentary made me gasp unbelievably realistic and unexpected at every turn you are truly blessed okay this person said i really liked this film so clever so thoughtful very brave of both of them she for wanting to make a documentary about a subject most people find hard to confront and talk about especially involving involving the father she loves 
him for enthusiastically agreeing to take part. I have one small reservation though. Just as a poet sometimes goes through a terrible experience but then consoles him himself with the thought of, at least I got a poem out of it. Here's an inescapable parallel whiff of career advancement, but I still admire its honesty. Okay, yes, I I agree some part of it, but I feel like it's bigger. It's bigger than the film. It's bigger than the film. It's bigger than your analogy to just getting a poem out of it. And um, if you... If documentaries don't even make that much money, like in the grand scheme of things, like documentaries are not a film or not a genre of film that make a lot of money. And I feel like also we can look at it of a through the lens of a writer, like people write memoirs about themselves or autobiographies about themselves, about terrible lives that they've lived or terrible childhoods that they've experienced and sell the books. So I really don't see a huge fall in making it. Last one, this person said, I have mixed feelings about this movie. I really wanted to like the premise of the staged deaths and I really wanted to see them as these brilliant, darkly comical metaphors that they were meant to be. But what really drew me in were the other moments of the movie, the moments when Dick Johnson and his daughter were vulnerably honest about their fears the moments that just focus on Dick Johnson's face where you could see the tension between his fears and his attempts to go past those fears and accept the situation as it was. And frankly, every time the film broke out of those wonderfully intimate moments and went back to another staged death, it just felt hokey. Worse, it severed the connection that I myself was feeling with Dick Johnson in those moments. I got to a point where I was hoping the staged deaths would end quickly so that the film could get back to the real moments that actually did captivate me. Okay, Randy, I feel like you did not quite understand the purpose of the staged deaths. Like, yes, they were absolutely metaphors for what is to come, which is death. But they were also a bonding experience for Kirsten and Dick. And it was something that helped them get through recognizing that Dick is about to die. And it's going to be a slow pain painfully slow death not nearly as quick as the stage deaths in the movie and it helps them come to terms with the fact that he's going to die and i don't think you really understood that that is a bonding and in a sense healing experience for them and uh this movie gets a 10 out of 10 for me Seriously, it it made me think, it made me feel joy. <laughs> well, it made me feel happy. It made me feel sad. Um, I didn't cry. And I'm I'm a pretty easy crier. Like I cry during the voice. Like I'm 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 very easy to make cry. So I didn't cry during this movie, which is a good sign. Um it's not so unbelievably sad that you just can't even bear to pick yourself up off the floor after um and it's a really you know thoughtful and kind and at some points comical movie and as a documentary slash memoir it's so enjoyable and i would highly 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 recommend it it's only an hour and a half it's on netflix go watch it 
If you end up watching this movie, Dick Johnson is Dead, let me know on my Twitter at Film with CJ. I'd be really interested to know your thoughts. Thank you for listening to another episode of Film with CJ. I appreciate it. And I will see all my film heads next Thursday.